We praise you, Lord. We magnify your name. We glorify your name, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Your name is great. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being in our midst. We magnify your name above every name. And above all else, we do. We praise you. We worship you. We glorify you. We magnify your name. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he is good. The Lord is good. Now, we could keep doing that, I guess. Wouldn't we? <laughs> uh, that's why I want you to stay in that place internally. Uh, we may jump back into that. Hallelujah. You know, uh, scriptures tell us over in the book of Revelation gives us the image of Jesus walking amongst the, the candlesticks. He walks in the churches. And th does that mean they saw him walking in their church? Generally, no. Outside of a you know, manifestation where, he, where they would see him. Uh, but just because someone doesn't see him doesn't mean he's not there. And, uh, and some of you the Lord has revealed to you. I've heard your testimonies and I have my own. <laughs> Of the Lord, when you knew the Lord was was present in a very real way, even though you didn't physically see Him, and uh, and I believe the Lord is here with us tonight. And someone say, "Well, He's always here." I know, I know, He never leaves us or forsakes us, but He for certain do, for certain does manifest in in different ways at different times, and uh, and I think there's all kinds of activity going on here. That's that's of God, and. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised, and I don't have a word of knowledge per se, uh, that I, maybe I do, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if uh, some people have, are experiencing uh, health benefits from being in this service so far. Uh, you know kind of how they say, if you eat this food, it'll, you, there's health benefits, you know, like it'll it'll detox you or or something like that there's health benefits to saying jesus 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 in worship not like a formula but just worshiping him and uh and there's a reason why we did that well i believe we were led to do that is to sing his name again and again that helps us because sometimes you can sing for you know quite a while and your mind be all over the world all over the map you know and, and sometimes when you do something repeatedly you know, maybe you're from, if someone's from an old style, like the old style church and you sang each verse of each song once, and you might think, these people are crazy. They keep singing the same thing. <laughs> maybe we are. <laughs> but something happens when you can get your mind on Him and Him alone and forget about everything else. And sometimes it's the 40th time you say it where you really dial in and you sing it. And then when you only see Him, everything changes. Amen, amen. Praise God. Uh, let me just ask you real quick. Uh, are there, I'm not going to have you stand and testify, but uh, are there, are there uh, manifestations happening as far as healing in, in here? Uh, that you've been healed in the service for so far. You can, you can tell something changed in me. Lift your hands if you can tell that, that that's what happened. Okay. Okay. Praise God for that. Praise God. Praise God. Now, now, someone, it, the whole time I've been talking, it seems like someone is in this area right in here. Has someone been healed already in this area right in here? 
You have. Okay. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God is good. Amen. If there's anyone else having problems right there, <laughs> let's do it right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, receive. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Be made whole. Every bit, every bit, every sickness, disease, virus, germ, problem, cancer, tumor, whatever it is, go from them in Jesus' name. Leave them now in the name, the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me share a couple things with you, and then we'll see where we go from there. Uh, uh, what's your favorite book? <laughs> if, I heard that. Ephesians. Thank you. <laughs> Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, uh, notice with me over here, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, it, it says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, so Paul's writing to the church, the Christians in Ephesus, this is one of the things he says about himself, he said, I beseech you to walk worthy of the calling wherewith you were called. So there is a worthy walk. It's one thing to be made worthy by Jesus, by being saved, being redeemed, receiving salvation. It's a whole other thing to walk like you're worthy. Everybody say, walk this way. Talk this way. <laughs> I'm just quoting Paul. <laughs> Verse 2, with all lowliness, this would be an example of a worthy walk, with all lowliness and gentleness in long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Notice that language, endeavoring, or that's like giving attention to hurry up make sure you do this keep the unity of the spirit why is that so important that we keep the unity of the spirit all right well i'll tell you as we go uh but keep but staying unified is key to a whole bunch of good things happening all right now I don't mean let's try to work up some unity because he didn't say do that. He said just keep it. In other words, you already are. You already are unified. So how are we unified? Well, the body of Christ is unified perfectly in, in Him. In other words, when, you get, when a person gets born again, we are put into the same family. Now, sometimes we act in different ways. That's called, you know whatever, different activities and different ways of doing things. But in Christ, we are all perfectly uni unified. But what he's saying here is walk in such a way. So don't let anything happen. Don't let anything get between you and the other parts of the body of Christ. In particular, the way I want to uh, bring this out, well, oh, hold your finger there, or maybe hold your finger there. No, just stay there for a moment, and then go somewhere else. 
Verse 4, verse 4, I want to get this. There is one body, one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all who is above all and through all and in y'all. Amen. <laughs> Notice the point here. He's saying, make sure you keep the unity. How can we do that? He said, listen, you guys, there's only one God, and there's only one Lord, and there's only one faith, there's only one baptism. That's talking about baptism into the body of Christ, by the way. We know there are like seven different baptisms, but when it comes to salvation, there's one, right? Uh, uh, there, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father of all, and, and so forth. In other words, the way that you stay unified is by um, keeping the main thing, the main thing. And if you can all realize, listen, there's only one, there's only one Lord, so how would you divide? In what, way, in what world would you let anything get between you? Uh, turn, here's that other scripture I was thinking of. John 17. Let's just read that real quick. John 17 and verse 20. I think verse 20. Let's just read verse 20. Uh, I do not pray for these, so Jesus is praying. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who, who will believe in me through their word. Who's that? That's me. That's you. Jesus was praying for you and me. That they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, and they also may be one in us, that, that the world may believe that you sent me. And so, uh, what does Jesus pray? That we would become one. Well, that prayer was answered when you got saved. You became one in Him. And what, what, what is the result of us having a worthy walk then? Because it's one thing to be something, and it's another thing to live that something, is when we act accordingly to what we are and who He has made us to be, then something happens. The world looks, and they know something. The world looks on, and how we act in unison, how we go in the same direction, how we act in one accord. And when they see that, they see uh, uh, the world may believe, then, then they know that the Father sent Jesus. It's basically what he's saying. I, would, I could say they can see it's the real thing. Well, how would they see that? There are people that are unified doing ungodly things. I know, but God's Spirit isn't on them. There is something about when, when, when believers are going the same direction, they're saying the same thing, they're going towards the same goal, that God gets involved with that like nothing else. And when God gets involved with someone, with a person or a, in particular, a group of people going a certain direction, doing a certain thing, it becomes obvious. If it's not obvious, we have too much of this. We have too much one going this way, one going this way. One saying, I want this. Another person saying, I want this. Amen. Because when we are functioning in the way we were created to function, it becomes obvious because God is all over it. When God is all over it, there are obvious manifestations of His presence. Amen.
We can see it throughout the Scriptures. And we can see it throughout the Word. How God would manifest when people were going the same way. There's even something called a prayer of agreement. And Jesus said, if two or three of you get together, I'm there. Now, a person could say, I thought He was with each of us individually. Obviously, then, when two or three are gathered in His name, not in their name or doing different things, He shows up in a greater way. There is a greater manifestation of Him when two or three get together in this. Okay, magnify that out. If two or three can get together and He says, I. Okay, think He would like it if four or five of us got together? If four or five could stay unified, could stay, what, thinking the same thing, believing the same thing, going the same direction, you know, setting aside things that might divide, things that we might disagree on setting aside personal ambition or personal preference or anything setting aside so that we can stay in agreement and focused in on one 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 if we can do that then how about if, if we could get six or seven people to do that would he still be there we know at minimum he'd still be there but just kind of going by that whole concept seems like he'd be there even more. What if you had like like fifteen people? Now watch. Here's the necessary ingredient: fifteen people going the same direction, doing the same thing at the same time, having the same mind, being of one, being of lowly of heart, being you know right. Submitted to the Lord, fully desiring His will above all else, not self-seeking, not self-serving, not my preference, my, my this, 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 this. No, just serving the Lord with all of our hearts. We want His will more than anything else in life. I want to serve Him and I want to glorify Him. I want to magnify His name. All 15 of us wanted the same thing. What happens then? I think what, I think what happens with two or three, but magnified a little bit more. Yeah. You know that what obviously happens here is sometimes the more people you add, the more unlikely it is for there to be a few here or there that are going different directions. But if you could get large numbers of people going the same direction, I think nothing can stop this mighty moving force. I believe God wants to manifest in greater magnitude and in, in multiplied fashion when more and more and more and more people are on the same page seeking His will. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And, uh, and, and so, you know, I remember, in fact, Mac was telling me a few years ago, he reminded me of a story that I didn't remember at the time, but remembered parts of it after he had said something. Um, so I may get some, you may remember this in more greater detail, uh, but this was 20 years ago or something. We were in some kind of meeting, uh, you know, not a meeting like this, like a board meeting or some kind of meeting, and uh, we apparently had some kind of disagreement. <laughs> he remembers. <laughs> And uh, you know what happens when you get two people in the room and they're both always right. 
I actually don't, I mean, I remember ish, I don't remember what the subject was or anything like that. But for whatever reason, uh, maybe you can help me with this. It was right before church service? Just say yes or no. (laughs) It wasn't right before. Okay, the part you... Okay, okay. So he, he was he's saying the the, me- <laughs> the meeting wasn't right before church service, but we had had some kind of disagreement in the meeting, and then later later that day, right before right before church. Uh, anyway, I came to him. This is what he reminded me of. I came to him. And I don't know if I was ministering in the service that night or just being a part of the service. I don't remember the details. But he reminded me that I went to him. And this is what I have more vague recollection of, but I do remember it. Uh, basically saying, hey, we okay. Is that way you would remember it? I said, we okay? Everything, everything fine with us? And, uh, uh, and I said, well, why, why did you do that? Um, here's something I believe. We're going into like a service like this. We're going in to do ministry, to worship, to minister, to speak, to do whatever. And again, I don't remember. Maybe I was just sitting in the, in the auditorium that day and receiving, but uh, it didn't matter to me. We're going into service now. There cannot be any... I can't be sitting there irritated at Mac because he was wrong, whatever it was. I'm sure he was. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Uh, Why is that important? It's important because I recognize this principle that whatever it was that we disagreed about in that meeting, that really didn't matter now because we're about to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're about to, we both have the heart to, to worship Him, to seek His will, to set the captives free, to do the work of the Lord and preach and make known Jesus everywhere we go. And, and really everything else has to be able to be set aside. We all have disagreements with people and things and issues in life, but we have got to, if we are going to have a worthy walk and, 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 and if we are going to endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit, we must be mature enough and wise enough to say, okay, all disagreements are set aside, they're put away, they're forgotten about, they're for- people are forgiven, we humble ourselves, whatever it takes, because here we go in the presence of the King. And I don't want to be the hindrance. I don't want to be the one who's keeping someone else from getting their healing. Or someone else from getting saved. Or someone else hearing God's voice and getting an answer because I was all... Amen. And I think we can all relate. I'm not saying I've ever I've never been distracted in worship by my own issues or other people or whatever it is. But I tell you, if two or three can agree and Jesus shows up as a result, I don't know about you. I'm hoping for four or five. I have a dream of 10 or 11. (laughs) I I long to see the day when hundreds and thousands of people can gather and set everything aside. 
There is no proud, arrogant heart that's demanding things and being so stuck in their ways. But everyone says, I humble myself under His mighty hand. What a privilege it is to be here and sing the name of Jesus together. And we forget about everything. I tell you, that's the atmosphere that God can move in and manifest His glory in and do what He wants to do. Hallelujah. There was... a. Well, some prophets of old had said uh, that the move of God would be strongest, the strongest moves of God would happen in local churches. Local churches. This here is we have the greatest potential for the greatest manifestations of God and His plan and His kingdom manifesting in our midst. Why is that? Why is that? It's because uh, you can have good meetings, good services. Uh, let's say, you know, a, let's say a big place was rented and churches came together, and I'm all for that and whatever, whatever's right at the right time. Uh, but you would have, you could have different people with different ideas and different thoughts, different ways of doing it, even though we're all unified in the sense of we're all the body of Christ, people are going different directions and have different opinions about everything. How many know that is a limiting factor when it comes to the greatest moves of God? But in a local church, you have the potential, the much greater potential of being on the same page at the same time. And therefore, we can experience more. You see, one of my desires is that what happens in our midst goes beyond my gift. It exceeds anyone else's gift who may be speaking, even a guest speaker or whoever it might be. We all have our different graces and callings and gifts that we excel in. And, uh, and no, one, no one person is everything. No one has all the gifts all, all the time. You know, no, Jesus, not, it's not like that. But, but I desire that my, whatever I can do, would not be the lid on what happens. And I totally believe this is possible. For what, that what we experience exceeds my personal anointing. Why, why can't it? Because it's the body. Look over at uh, 1 Corinthians 3. Uh, how many know, I am not the body of Christ, and you are not the body of Christ, but we are. And... and there, there is such a thing, you won't find this exact phrase in Scripture, just like you won't find a number of phrases in Scripture, like Trinity or Rapture or anything like that, but you find the principles. There is such a thing called a corporate anointing. We call it that, a corporate anointing. In other words, that would be contrasted with an individual anointing. You're individually anointed, you're individually anointed, you're individually anointed, I'm individually anointed both by being filled with the Spirit, Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, Acts 1, 8, you know, uh, and then, in addition to that, whatever the calling is. You know, I have an anointing on me to speak and, and pastor and, and so forth. Uh, we all have an individual anointing. But if, there, if there's a corporate anointing, then it's way better. 
How do we tap into that? We all submit fully to the Lord's will, His plan. We have a heart to, to hear, to serve, to worship, to listen to Him. And, and we hear, we stay centered on the one thing, the one, ones, one. Remember the ones, the ones, one, 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 one. And whenever He moves, we all go with it. We all flow with it. Kind of like, have you ever seen, seen birds fly through the air in, in, a, in, in, in a flock? And the birds are going, and then they go like that, and then they go like that, and then they go like that. <laughs> and it's like, that is, it's so cool to look at. Like, how do they do that? Well, that's what we need to do. We're led from within, yielded to the Spirit of God, and we're all going around. What would you do in the service today? Well, we went here, and then we all went over here. And then we all went over here, and then we came back over here, and it was glorious. It was wonderful. Woo! Woo! Say, what happened? Well, when we all went over here, everyone got happy. Then we all went over here, and eight people got healed. Then we all backed over here, and two, people, two more people got saved, because they, they, they slipped in. <laughs> we came over here, and, and someone started speaking in tongues. They never had before. In other words... I can remember being in services years ago with uh, Brother Hagen and and sitting on the platform in the in a big auditorium um, and watching at different times how there was an invisible conductor of the service. Meaning, at the moment, he would be in charge of the service, but he'd just kind of be, you know, just kind of walking around, just kind of watching. But being on the stage, looking out into a, a large auditorium and seeing all of a sudden a whole section, something would happen. People would start praising God spontaneously in a section. They'd all start praising God. And, Ooh! People in the other parts of the auditorium would look over. Because you could see it. It was like happening. And then it'd tie down. And over there, all of a sudden, people would get real happy and start laughing. No one telling them to. Just kind of, boom. And then different things would happen at different times. And you're, I'm on the platform going, this is way cool. Because there's an invisible hand working throughout the crowd. Everyone's on the same page, at least to some degree. At least to a degree enough where God is having free course to move. Amen. First uh, Corinthians 3 and verse 16. It reads, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, uh, you have probably heard that passage before. There's another one, uh, and I think it's in the sixth chapter. It says your body is the temple of the, of the Holy Spirit. All right. This one, I believe that what this is talking about, if you have an Amplified Bible, it'll, it'll say something like this. I might not quote it exactly. It says you, the whole church at Corinth, are the temple of the living God. Is that, is that what it says? Or God's temple. You, the whole church. What he's saying is, uh, the Spirit of God dwells in you as a believer, individually. But he said, listen, you are the temple of God. We say, where does God dwell? In us. He lives in me, but there is a real truth that He lives in us. 
And I think if we can be a little bit more conscious of the us factor. You know. Then we're aware. It's not just what the Spirit of God is saying to me. It's not just what the Spirit of God wants to do in my life. It's not just about me receiving His blessings. It's about we receiving His blessings. It's about we listening to His voice. It's, a, it's about we obey Him. It's about we serve Him. And if that is in mind, if we keep that in mind, then there's a little bit, there's a little bit of motive inside that says, I want to be a part of going the right way, not a hindrance. I don't want to be in any way a blockage. And so if I need to like do some, you know, fixing some relationships before service, I'm going to do that so I can be an addition to the service. I can be one, I can be in unity. You know, when Jesus talked about bringing, bringing gifts to the altar over there in Matthew, he said, first, go be reconciled with your brother. Then bring your gift. Right? Well, my relationship with the Lord is great. It's just these people that... And we, and we want to separate. We want to say, oh, it doesn't matter how I treat people or how they, we get along. As long as my relationship with God, I just love to worship the Lord. Quit it! You're a roadblock to us. <laughs> Humble yourself. Humble, repent, ask forgiveness, whatever. If there's anything. Or if you find yourself just being, I don't know, annoyed by things. Well, the music's too loud. Sometimes it is. Or this is not right. Or I'm sitting under the fan again. Or I know. All these things are real sometimes. But we're not going to let God be limited as a result, are we? We're going to do our best to say, but Jesus loves me, this I know. <laughs> For the Bible tells me so. I'm going to do my best to get in the Spirit and say, Lord, I just worship You and glorify Your name. Help me to get my mind off of anything that's annoying me or whatever. And I just worship You. What a privilege it is to be with the people of God and worship Him. Lift our voice together. No hindrances. Let me show you one more. Uh, Psalm 133. You know that one? That's a good one. Psalm 133. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. We can all be on the same page even when we're doing what we're doing right now. And the Lord's blessing comes. Really, His Spirit man, His Spirit begins to manifest in different ways. It's amazing. How many, how many parents love it when your kids get along? <laughs> how, how many, how many uh, families have ever taken a road trip? <laughs> and it was... Driving down the road for hour after hour, and it was just like, ah, you hate that. But if you've had a trip where everyone was just sweet and kind and helpful, how sweet it was, huh? It just totally made a difference. Psalm 133, verse 1. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in 
unity. How, 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 do you, how do you get unity? Not by saying, unity, unity, unity. <laughs> you get it by thinking the same thing. You get it by going the same direction. You get it by speaking the same word. You have the same heart and so forth. We're just doing the same things. We're not, uh, we're not aiming at unity. We're aiming at Jesus. If I'm aiming at Jesus and if I'm walking toward Jesus, you're walking toward Jesus, how many know we're, we're unified? How many know what else, that, what else also that is? It's good and it's pleasant. He said it's like the precious oil upon the head. This is talking about anointing oil. They'd use different spices and stuff when they anoint the uh, Old Testament ministers. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down uh, on the edge of his garments. It's like, oh, it's so sweet. It smells so good. It's so, so, so pleasant. He said, it's like the dew of Hermon uh, descending on the mountains of Zion. It's, you know, again, there's that picture of a dry land, but the dew is refreshing and it's, it's, it's good and pleasant. He said, for there, where? There where the brethren are dwelling together in unity. That includes sistren, right? Brethren and sistren. For there, the Lord commands the blessing life forevermore. When the Lord sees the brethren, the peop his people, dwelling in a unified way. He says, blessed, blessed, life, life. It's where he manifests. It's where his glory is unhindered. Amen. It's where he has his way. And so I desire, I don't know, ooh, man, I desire. I desire to have a house like this where the glory of God and the move of His Spirit is unhindered. It's unmatched by any individual and their calling and their gifting. We just need brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so to come. They've got a great anointing. Yeah, but we are the body of Christ. And when we get, to get together, all the get I tell you, nothing, nothing compares because God commands His blessing on us. Amen. Amen. Praise God. He commands His blessing on us. Hallelujah.